Welcome to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I am your host, Laura Malone, and we're here to talk about life coaching, entrepreneurship, leading yourself well, and lots of spirit-led life and business strategies. So thanks for joining me on this journey, and let's jump into today's episode. Okay, you're the first people I'm talking to today, so (laughs) I don't know if you feel this way, but when I first wake up, I do not talk. And then if I go to record an episode, I notice that everything is different. My voice is not only different if it's early in the morning, but my energy is different. My tone, the sound of everything is different just because I am not a morning person, (laughs) but there are times that things just happen and I have to talk in the morning and I gosh, I almost feel like I don't know how to do it. (laughs) But today, there is just a moment. This is what I feel motivated to do. And I'm going to win with it. That's all. That's all there is to it. You might be, you're the first person I'm talking to today. (laughs) So I was thinking the other day about the beginning of the new year right around the corner. And I I thought about some things that I am in the middle of, et cetera, and then I'm like, I don't want to take that with me. And I'm not a really big January 1st person. Now, it's kind of funny because called to coach, we're really, really taking off on January 1st. But honestly, it's because it's the first Monday in January after the holidays. And side note here. Today is the last day, November 30th, 2023. If you're listening to this real time, it's the last day to get the Called to Coach course for 50% off with the free bonus of the Niche Clarity course, which comes first, that's step number one, and also a live coaching call with me on December 6th. So get in there before midnight today, and the link will be on the show notes. I hope that if you're interested in that being part of your 2024 plan is getting your business set up and learning how to how to set up all the foundations and get coaching and doing what you're called to do and make money doing it, then I hope to see you in there. If the first Monday fell on the 7th, we wouldn't be starting till January 7th. <laughs> I really wanted to start on a Monday, but not because it was January 1st. It just happened to play out that way. And I thought it was funny because I'm not a New Year's resolution person, but I do really like that type of crux, that tipping point, that moment that you can plan towards and you can look forward to and say, at this point, this will be over and this will begin. And I do kind of like that. So I'm looking at the new year and actually thinking, what do I not want to take with me? And not what do I not want to have to still do and focus on in 2024? So I started making a list and I saw that the things that I had on my list Actually, I kind of divided them into three different categories and lists. And then I thought it might be helpful to share it with you because maybe there's things that you have in the back of your mind or on your desk or (laughs) sitting in the backseat of your car (laughs) that you just don't want to take with you. Wouldn't it feel so nice to be able to 
just in this next month, get it all done. Take care of it, or at least bring it to a point that you want to restart or get motivated on in 2024, right? And make the next year, I don't know, just take advantage of it. Whether you're a New Year's resolution person or a one word for the year person, who you know, whatever you do, um, what if what if you just get ready for it? What if you took some time and intentionally determined to at least assess and evaluate what is in front of you, right? So there are things that I just am in the mess- messy middle of. Things that I have, I'm not really in the middle of, I'm towards the end. I have just one or two steps left to finish that I need to wrap up. And then there's things on my on a list that I just, I never want to have to look at that ever again. <laughs> so I have my in the middle of list. I have my wrap it up soon list and I have my get it over with list. I wrote one big list and then I decided that they all fell into one of these three categories. Then I broke them down into how I felt about them into two subcategories labeled motivation and dread. (laughs) So I don't know if you want to use those. You can totally copy them. But maybe you have different feelings that you feel that you can divide these things on your list into. So for my in the middle of list, an example is moving around my house. It's, gosh, so much transition A daughter moved out, so her room became my office. A living room became a living room, which is very odd, I know. A TV room became a dining room. A dining room became a kitchen nook. The art and school room became my husband's office. And then, of course, there's all the decorating for the holidays going on, so there's, like, red and green tubs everywhere. And I, gosh, I just want it. I want it to be done. But my subcategory for this one is motivated. So I'm not going to use the pearl practice on it because I I am motivated to do it. It is going to get done. I just, in the messy middle of it, and I really hoped to have had this all wrapped up. But what happened, you know, finally got the office, but I don't have it painted yet. And I've got three swatches. Different walls have big things of paint all over them. (laughs) And makes my brain... It, it takes from me while I'm sitting at my desk and I'm working or I'm recording an episode. In the my peripheral vision, I see literally a one foot wide by three foot tall swatch of blue on, on a beige wall. And it reminds me, you need to paint the office. Get this done. Do it. <laughs> I'm struggling. And then my husband wanted to have a new couch in the loft where the TV room was. And we live in a log cabin and we are not at a lake. We are not in the mountains. We just happen to live in a log cabin. This is the house Jesus said to buy. So here we are. And it's very interesting. It's an odd home and all the rooms are smaller, but very cool. Lots of character, craftsman, 1980 home, (laughs) but it's It's taken a long time to figure out what we wanted to do. And when we moved here, we didn't want a TV in the living room above the fireplace. And we wanted it separate. So we put it up in the loft. But when we moved here, we had sold all of our furniture because we lived closer to the water. 
And so everything was teal. <laughs> it was like seahorses and starfish. And we moved to a cabin that is not in the mountains. So you can't decorate for mountains. You can't decorate it like you're a lake house. It's not a farmhouse. And so I went French country. I had chip and doed it. And I was like, what can you do with a log cabin? So we went with the the kind of the theme of French country, which is, you know, duck egg blue, sage green, lavender, certain types of gray, you know, and there's just cedar. All of the walls are wood and oh, so interesting. So we moved everything around. We bought this new furniture. We bought a new couch for up in the loft. And the next morning, my my husband said, I said, well, we got to paint the floor because we never painted the floor up here. And it's just all dark, dark stained wood. We wanted to paint it and have white on it so to lighten and brighten it. So we actually took everything out of the loft and we painted the floor and polyed it, like polyurethane on top of it to protect it. And it looks very cool. And you can see all of the wood coming through it. So it actually looks more like wood now that is painted white and the wood grain is coming through than it did. Love it. But then my husband's like, what if instead of putting a couch up here, we put the TV down in the living room above the mantel and then made the put the dining room that there's not enough room. I'm sorry, the dining table, which uh, there's not enough room in our dining room. We don't really have a dining room. It's just a space off the side of the kitchen. Let's put that up in the loft. And then we'll put like a countertop, uh, counter height thing in the kitchen nook area with a couple of stools and then we'll buy a new couch for the actual living room because all of the furniture we bought when we moved was terrible. Nobody's comfortable. So everybody lays in their bed to relax. Like nobody wants to sit on the couch and hang out. And I hate that. I have teenagers. I want them to hang out with me. So we're in the middle of all of it. And on top of the Christmas decorations in the middle, but I'm motivated. So it's all going to get done. And I'm like, I'm going after it because I don't want to take these changes into 2024 with me. I really am trying to envision January 1st, or at least sometime in January, I walk through my house and I'm not considering what I haven't gotten done that I just wish was over. It's done. I get it done now. And I know holiday time is very busy. So you might not have the opportunity and the time to get all those things done that you're in the messy middle of. At the very least, I recommend that you walk through the pearl practice and change your mind about it. Think differently so that you do have more motivation and less dread. Okay. And I'll put a link to the podcast about the episodes about the pearl practice. I'll put that in the show notes so you can learn more about it. But basically, navigate your paradigm, what you believe and think on and imagine to influence the emotions that you experience, because those are going to lead you to take some type of action, even if it's inaction, that's gonna get you results, and those results are gonna culminate in ultimately a legacy of something, right? So we have the old pearl, where we think about all of those things, the way we feel about them right now with the dread, and then we turn it into the new pearl, We start with the legacy we want to create, the results that create that legacy, the actions that create those results, the emotions that lead you to take those actions, and ultimately the paradigm you need to have in order to feel what you need to feel to do the thing you need to do. So you can rewind and listen to all of that slower. (laughs) But I do it all the time. I'm doing it. It's like a daily practice. It's more than daily to me. It's something that the Lord gave me that 
is so, I, it's life-changing to me to have a tool that I can actually renew my mind. Ask Holy Spirit, like, what is the deeper underlying belief system in this paradigm I'm operating from? This story that I'm telling myself, the narrative I've believed for decades. So I do that with the things that I feel dread about, which again, in the middle of, you know, moving around all the rooms in my house, I feel pretty motivated. So I don't pearl that. But on my wrap it up list, my wrap it up soon list, I have paperwork that the county's waiting on. I need to do one more thing. And then I need to put that in an envelope and put that envelope in the mailbox, the top of the driveway. It is not that hard, (laughs) but after two months, it is just still not done. It is such an uninteresting task that it seems like it just cannot make it to the priority task list. It doesn't even make it literally as I sit here. Maybe this is going to help me out. Maybe this is what you need to do. Call a friend and describe the actions you're taking while you take them. Sitting behind me is the paperwork in my little file folder. On my phone is a picture I took. I need to send that picture from my phone to my computer, take the computer, connect to the printer, print out that paper, put it in the envelope, which has a stamp on it. It is already addressed. Walk to the mailbox. This can be done today. (laughs) It's literally that simple. And I have had two months to get it done. And for some reason, my stinking brain is like, nah, I don't think I can't do that today. (laughs) Like it is going to get done because this is starting to get ridiculous. And I forget about it. So it gets shoved off to the side even deeper because I don't even think about the fact that it needs to get done. It's not in front of me. It's not on a list of things I need to get done. But you know what? It is going to get done. We need to get wrap this up soon. So it is not something I dread. It's kind of like I dread uninteresting things. I dread overwhelming things. So I pearl practice things that I dread and I dig into, is this just uninteresting or is it overwhelming? Is it confusing? How is it that I'm feeling? So this is something, it's like a tiny dread. I can get over this, you know? I don't really need to pearl it at this point. I just need to decide that today, by the end of the day, it's going to get done. And so at this very moment, I'm making a committed decision that that will be done by the end of today. And it changes my entire mindset. It's not that big of a deal. I just told you very simply in what, 10 seconds, everything I have to do, it can literally be done in less than five minutes. It's getting done today. What are you going to do? What are you going to wrap up soon for yourself personally? Get it out of the way, right? And then on my get it over with list, I have a bigger, bigger deal. And I made some changes to my LLC and I had a new EIN uh, and I went to the bank and I thought I could just change my EIN. And they said, no, you have to get a new bank account. I don't want to do that. You know what it's like when you get a new credit card, like a a bank card that, you know, expires or gets stolen. That's what happens. And then you get a whole new number. You've got that card memorized, right? And you use it to pay 
for all of your monthly subscriptions and all the things you do. And so if you change the number, you have to change literally the entire universe of the internet. (laughs) It's what it feels like today. And it's not like, you know, back in the day, we used to just get a new bank account and start writing checks from a different book. And we didn't have to tell anybody what the number was because it couldn't be on the check. That is not a thing anymore. And I don't want to do this because everywhere that my business card and account number is associated and pays for all of my business, um, all the bills that I have, everything that I pay for. And if, if that, if everywhere that I make money that is attached to my account so it directly deposits money, I have to change that. I don't want to do this. This is so disappointing to me. And it's so disappointing that my brain shoved it into the soil and covered it up with a big metal treasure box and then covered it up with 17 feet of dirt because my brain's like, we don't have to, we don't want to, you cannot make us. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, guys, (laughs) these little people in my brain, I'm like, listen, we're going to have to do this eventually. This is not going to work out. We can't wait too long. And it's okay that it's not done yet. There's no legal ramifications, but honestly, it would have been better if there were. If there had been like a time frame that said, if you don't have this done, you know, you have to have it done within 10 days. I, I could have had it done. I would have had it done in 10 days. That deadline and that urgency is a great motivator. But honestly, it is set in the back of my head about how I don't want to do that. And because I don't want it, I'm upset about it. I pushed it away. I just pushed it back. So I used the pro practice for it because I dread it so much. It's keeping me stuck. My old pearl looked like this. My paradigm, my thought that I was having, right? This is going to be overwhelming work. And it feels, uh, and, and and I don't want to do it. <laughs> the emotion that led to was dread. A little bit of injustice. My action was, I did nothing. <laughs> and my result, is this still not done? The legacy is the culmination of those results. So if it stays not done for multiple days, right? Multiple weeks and into months then the legacy that I create is a problem with the government and my business. And I don't want that. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. So then we do a new pearl and we start with the legacy we want to create. We work our way through. I want everything clean and clear. That's what I want. That is what I would coach you on, is what I would preach. That's what I want, is what has to happen. So the result that has to happen so that it culminates in a clean and clear legacy of everything in my business is that the bank information is settled and all my changes are made in every account, online and et cetera. The action I have to take to get that result is I must walk into the bank and do what I need to do and also create a plan of changing all my account information online. So. I'm just going to add that the another action I'm going to put with that is I'm going to eat cheese and caramel popcorn as a reward while I do this. <laughs> okay. Just give me a little something to work towards. <laughs> the emotion that I have to feel to take that action is an excitement 
that this is just going to be over with because at this point my brain has been carrying the indecision and the stress. It's been draining my brain battery in the background. And I am actually excited about being free from that. And the paradigm that I have to shift to is I need to start thinking about the fact that uninteresting things seem hard to do, but I do hard things. Amen. We do hard things. So it's okay. I have something on my get it over with list that I dread, but that's okay because I do dreadful things. I do hard things. I rise to the occasion. I show up for myself. I'm going to finish this well. And this is going to get done. So I'm going to be excited about getting it done sooner and setting myself free. (laughs) So I want you to think about this as a recap. If you were to list everything that you don't want to take into 2024 with you, maybe it's not, maybe it's different than the kinds of things I listed. Maybe it's habits, maybe it's mindsets, maybe it's belief systems, maybe it's relational, maybe there's relationships that need a necessary ending. Maybe there are things in your life that you need to take to the Lord. Well, list these things. I'm in the middle of this. Maybe if it's more of an inner work thing, you can be in the middle of something. You don't have to just cut it off and be done. You could just be in the middle of it. What are you dealing with? And, you know, it's going to maybe something going on in your life that you can't rush it. It's a process the Lord's taking you through. You can't just push through it. That's okay. So maybe there's some things on your wrap it up soon list. There's just one or two things left you need to take care of. Or you may, maybe you just need to make a decision. That's a great thing to put it on the wrap it up soon list. If you've got a decision hanging out up there, it's draining your brain battery. Well, sit down and give yourself two minutes on your timer and say, in two minutes, I'm going to have examined this and done this quick mental work to decide yes or no, left or right. What are you going to do with this decision that's hanging over in your head? That's a great wrap it up soon list option. And then on your get it over with list, you know, maybe there are things that you uh, only have a little bit left to do. Maybe there are things that you're in the middle of, but it just needs to be done with. You need to get it over. That's probably how you feel about it. Maybe it feels terrible, Maybe, but maybe it doesn't. Maybe you just feel like, You don't want to keep on with that. You don't want 2024 to be full of more of that, right? I don't want that for you. I don't want it for me. I I don't want it for anybody. Take the stuff that you don't want to drag with you and cut it off somehow. Do something with it. Make a decision and make a commitment and follow through and have integrity and honor towards yourself. And it's just going to be better. I, I believe that. It's going to be healthier. Your mind is going to be more clear. You're going to operate at a higher level of you in this coming year. There's things that you are called to do. There are things God has for you to do. And there's things that you need to get free of so that they don't hold you back from where you're going. And you need to pull a new piece of luggage out, throw it on the bed, and decide what you need 
for the journey ahead of you. And decide that the things that are laying on the floor and the things that are stuffed in the drawer, the things that are tossed in the closet, the things that are resting on the edge of your desk, and the things stuffed under your pillows, you know, if they don't need to go with you, then get rid of them. Give them to a friend or take them to the thrift store. I bless you to be motivated. I bless you to shift your paradigm. And I bless you to think on the things above and renew your mind because you have the mind of Christ. And I believe in you. You are 100% worthy of the changes you need to make and the things that you want in your heart and the calling on your life that God is equipping you for. So you can do this. And you're not going to always stay in the messy middle. And the things that you need to wrap up soon will get wrapped up. And yes, there will be new things on your list. But that's okay. That's life. That's the joy of living, right? And the things that you just need to get over with and done, they will finish too and you'll look back and you'll see how much you learned from them. All right, friends, remember that all things are possible with God. He is for you. He is with you. He loves you. So do I. And we'll talk soon. Hey, friends, don't forget to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group if you haven't already, so you can connect with like-directed people and get free resources and ask for feedback, all the things that are going to help support you on your calling as a coach. I hope to see you in there, and don't forget to subscribe to the show.